wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you So, do you guys ever have that uh, (laughs) Keep going Do you ever have that horrible realization when you've been talking crap about somebody behind their back and they find out about it and you just feel like a total jerk? What? You do that? Well, I did last weekend. Who do you talk crap about? Except I didn't feel like a total jerk. It was one of the greatest experiences of my life. You see, I was talking about Randy Moss. and In previous episodes, I've uh, drawn comparisons to me and him saying I'm the Randy Moss of this podcast. How I always need my touches and I'll uh, pout if I don't get them. <laughs> and some say that we have untapped potential and we'd be the greatest podcaster slash football player ever live if we lived up to that. So on Twitter, he joined Twitter last Saturday. Randy and I, Moss. Randy Moss himself. And he was just, you know, being Randy and not very good. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I, I typed out my friend, Ryan, who goes by uh, Ryan Too Fast, Too Furious. That's his his street name. So I said, Ryan, I had to stop following Randy Moss after one day. He's retweeting every fool. Well, I guess I'm the fool now because Randy retweeted me to his thousands and thousands of followers and said, I opened this account for my true fans that haven't heard from me my whole career and to show me all my appreciation. I'm truly blessed. So I just got called out on Twitter by like one of my heroes. So that shows you never. So Randy be- Mass calls Randy, Randy Moss called you out on Twitter. Yeah. So you know, don't be hated. That's the thing. Don't be talking smack behind people's back. Did you apologize? He's just he's just trying to make good. I know. He, he's I'm trying to be nice to his fans, and you're making fun of him. I know. I I was thinking about. I, I well, I started. I refollowed him. Did you I, private I message him? Do you PM him and say, "Hey, Randy, come on"? Baby. No, you, you can't PM unless he follows me. And I, I he, he doesn't does follow you. He retweets no. you, but he won't follow you. No, I guess not. He's oh. not interested in what I'm up to. Well, you got to apo- yeah, give a big apology. Well, this maybe will for me. Uh, maybe this will act as my apology right here. No, <laughs> I don't think he listens. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. <laughs> That's right. This is a big chance to get retweeted. You I can know. say we apologize to at Randy Moss on our podcast. Here comes yeah. the wisdom. Yeah, and just we're gonna oh, do it. Come on, whore it out. Do it. <laughs> do it, Randy. Welcome, Randy. <laughs> now, <laughs> now to keep, to keep this going. Yeah. Maybe an investment opportunity for Mr. Moss or somebody else um, that I think we could help out with. If you. Trevor, we probably haven't seen um, The Devil Inside Me, our newest found footage horror movie that's out. Nope. Found oh, so footage. It's, so like, it's like per, per paranormal of, activity? Yeah, point of view cameras. Like, like Blair, Blair Witch. Witch. Yeah, Blair Witch style movie, if that helps you. So it came. this was last week, and it's apparently the worst movie. Even not just critics, but people who go to the movie and pay for it, and then they get to vote <laughs> on it when they leave. So every movie is like an A, A. Like a B is like terrible because once you pay for something, you're gonna give it a good mark. Yeah, yeah you want this to one's like called you... like this is F's around the board. <laughs> okay, what's but, it called? Uh, I think it's the Devil Inside Me. The Devil Inside be, Me. I hope that's what it is. If I'm just making that up, that's <laughs> sounds like a porno. <laughs> but it was a one million dollar movie. It's made thirty its first weekend alone. Wow, that's it actually a pretty big opening. Million dollars. Yeah. 
That's complete garbage. I'm going to tell you how the movie ends because nobody should see it or care okay. about it. Okay. Well, I'll just give you a hint. The movie ends with, you know, how, how does every found footage horror movie end? All the uh, people die because then they would submit the footage instead of it being found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're on the right track there. So something like that happens. And then the screen goes black and it says, to see what really happened after that, go to www. Oh. To keep this to keep the story going. What? What? So the movie continues on. Yeah. So it's not it's over just, then. It's like go to YouTube to see what really happens. It's After just a pay, way. Yeah. It, it's probably just a way to like see if they should make a crappy sequel for like eighty yeah. bucks. Yeah. Well, I think they will. Did you go to the site? Mm, yes. You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. So I didn't really get deep. I didn't get deep. I didn't get deep in. I didn't get deep enough to figure that out. They have you stopped any. Really com- they have blocked the forums and com- anyone from commenting on it because. <laughs> Probably went bad. People like people are like swearing in the theater, swearing at the screens in the theaters, <laughs> screaming. I imagine so, if yes. I went to this movie, yeah. I'd be. Yeah. So it sounds think, like a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. It's like go to the website to see if like the duck makes the yeah. jump or something. Yeah. So I think I have a good idea for a found footage movie. It wouldn't even cost that much. We just need a bit of startup capital. Okay. Follow Randy. Me. Um, this is where Randy comes in. More of a paranormal activity style than found than that other type of like cameras in the houses type of found footage okay so i think we should each hire a crappy assassin to come kill another one of us so we, we don't know each who. hire our own assassin no so another for somebody else like maybe it's carter gets two maybe he gets none so we don't know and we mm-hmm. just have to sit around the assassins don't know that we know that there might be coming so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Wait, so our houses are like movie or well yeah it'd be real so it's a little bit of risk but think of the reward because then you just be waiting. Well, for so we assassins. would set up cameras all over our houses and we'd be waiting for assassins to come. Yeah, to maybe come. So you're always on edge. I always you, picture you always waiting yeah. for assassins. <laughs> so then <laughs> maybe so then eventually there's going to be some attacks, like a night break in or something. But, but you know maybe, it's coming. Maybe you'd be ready for it. Maybe not. And you go down. But that'd just be part of the movie. So it's a maybe. risk. But if we get like one million guaranteed. 50 let's say with overseas and stuff that's a good investment well what would stop me you guys can hire one crappy assassin each and what would stop me from hiring two good assassins to take you that's the rules you just get one assassin you know but then we end up dead so i think it would actually make like a decent movie though like Mm -hmm. if it was fake because like you know someone would be at home just like in their fortress that they build thinking the assassin's coming just like getting paranoid and then and there's no assassins the, coming for you the I whole know, time. They bring their own, de- bring upon their own destruction. Well, who Brent knows? and I would both send our assassin for you, Carter. <laughs> so who would you try against? I know that's so. You guys, I'd be fisticuffing with these assassins, and then you guys maybe. would be at home being paranoid. Maybe, maybe Brent said he'd send it after Carter, but he really he sent it after me because that's easy. Going after Carter would be the easy thing, and I could just go insane, and then I don't know. Drink, I'm, re- I'm ready for assassin. Drink some poison. Who knows? Well, the assassin's not going to get to me first. Yeah, I guess the assassin <laughs> could just work at Starbucks and then I'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, here's your... Ice what type? It can't be like poisoning. Could it be poisoning? Poisoning's... It's not poisoning. I think it's you, I think it has to be with a sword. <laughs> I think they have to kill you with a sword. That's one of the rules. Well, that would really suck, though. <laughs> well, it gives you a good fighting chance. You'd be able to see it coming. Not and some, the assassins don't know that we know that they're coming. Right. That's so good. 
so he could carry like a gun or something. So you see some guy with this, with like a normally large like sheath box in their of pants roses. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like whip out your gun and shoot anybody. And then like this guy falls dead on his like anniversary with the real box of roses. <laughs> just like oh, it's gonna. This is our one year anniversary. So basically, we just get to kill. <laughs> so we just guns him down in the mall. <laughs> Tell. I'm sending a message to you, Brent. <laughs> yeah, I'll write. I'll write. I'll write Carter's name on a bullet. <laughs> Shoot him. Put it in his teeth or something. <laughs> hmm. That's a great idea. Speaking of knives and stuff like that. <laughs> well, Uh-oh. that's a great now, intro. <laughs> are you? I think Trevor would be down with this. I think Carter might not be. But then, Carter, you were probably bullied, right? No, not really. You're still bullied somewhat. B- I'd, call it bully- I'd call it bullying. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, so, kid in Florida, when I was down south, I was able to watch some American news and stuff, and it's insane. Just people yelling at each other. But they were, like had in-court footage of a 14-year-old kid who was on trial for stabbing some kid, some other guy. Welcome so, to Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know. Do you think you're down with this? So he was he was getting bullied by some older kids. So he takes okay. a knife. So he has a knife for protection. Tells the kids, he's like, "Hey, I've got a knife here. Leave me alone." They keep following him. He tries to get off a bus early, not at their stop. They get off the bus with him. He's like, "Leave me alone." They punch him. He's walking away. Gets punched in the back of the head. Pulls out the knife. Stabs the bully sixteen times. Ooh. Kills him. Kills him. Go to jail Six. or walk away. Guy had it coming. Yeah. Florida That's law, you can stand. Yeah, Florida law, you can stand your ground. Somebody attacks really? you, you can do what you want to defend yourself. So, buddy's awesome okay. Or not. Awesome. No, like, yeah, he's okay. The bully's That's dead. Great. The bully's That's like good. super dead. That's what dead. the bully needs. Kill him. Who cares? This is the best story, Carter. I think the assassin's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on? I don't know. I'm getting ready for it. You're barricading your doors now. No, that's just me nailing some plywood to the windows there. (laughs) (laughs) I think the bully got what he deserved. How old was the bully? 16 or 17. Oh, that's pretty young to die. Mm -hmm. But I mean, what was he going to really do in the world? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bully people. people. That would be a good documentary, bullies when they grow up, you know? Mm -hmm. Like whatever happens to them. That would be... Well, <laughs> let's just look at Trevor. Okay, when oh, you I've guys get st- on a plane, what's the first thing you do when you get on a plane? The first thing you do when you get on a plane? I just um, put, I just throw my stuff under my seat after waiting an hour for people to stuff everything above. Because it's so important that they're in the little up-above carrying cases, right? Yeah. I hate those things. Yep, I agree with you. Under the feet. Mm-hmm. Then you get situated. And then you try and find the hot girl. That's my plan, at least. And sit next to her? But No, no, no. I, every time I get on a plate, I think, if this thing is going down, where's the hot girl? To what? Go sit on her lap or something? Oh, no. You got to have like a, like a death makeout session, you know? Oh, yeah? That's <laughs> the first thing that goes in my mind. So I've talked to okay, other people about so this. Over the break, I've talked to, I've talked to other serious? people about this, and they, they legitimately think the exact same thing as me. I've had it confirmed by two other men. 
Okay, this is this is how it's gonna go. Plane is going down. <laughs> Trevor makes be live for the hot girl. She's trying to swipe her credit card to call her husband or, or boyfriend or something. <laughs> and I'm trying to lay She's one like, on her. Yeah, it's like like Sammy. Come on, baby. I'm gonna die. We're gonna t- I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> Who's this and creep? Trevor's like, so how's it going there? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this creep kind of we don't go got, with me? Yeah. <laughs> we don't we don't got long to live. It's like Or what if you're like making out all of a sudden the plane like is okay? Then you're like, huh. Well then, this is awkward, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys don't have those thoughts? No? No. no I neither of you are allowed to speak on this well, subject, are you? Normally, I guess we travel with our significant others. Yeah, so that's where you're like, doing wrong. That's the first. No, that's like, we're going down? Okay, is that, okay it's been good, sweetheart. Yep. I'm going over here. And you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to yeah. see this hot girl for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'd be able Unless I'm pretty bad at just paying attention to anything going on anyways with people. Like I just found out like this year that people wear sunglasses so they can stare at girls without what? being caught. I didn't know about that. People do that? <laughs> I think that's, that's, the whole so point gross. Of sun- that's the whole point of sunglasses. Now I get it. That's why all the douchey people wear sunglasses inside. Because they're oh, total gosh. pervy douches. I, I did something I'm not proud of. I don't, I don't know if you follow me on Twitter, but uh, I was at the bus stop and there was a girl there with a Vancouver Canucks jersey and uh, Janelle's brother is the biggest Canucks fan ever. And so I don't know where this is going, but this is creepy already. I, <laughs> like, hey, I was, you like, know in, this guy? In the trees. I was in the trees. And I, uh, you were in the iPod. trees waiting for the bus? <laughs> you wait for yeah, the bus much. in the trees? <laughs> Behind the trees. What the and hell I was, is wrong with this? And I was Just listening to my lurking. podcast, listening to like episode 26 of The Wisdom. You're like and, a I took, oh. and I took a picture of her just so I could tweet out saying this is uh, Janelle's brother's dream girl and it's funny and it's like and I'm creeping. You're a creepy weirdo. I, I, you just I, took I, a picture. Did you tell it. her that you were taking no, a picture? No, she was like had her back turned to me and I whip out the uh the, the Oh my the god, that's disgusting. So you're some perv at a bus stop, creeped out behind a tree, hiding for the bus, and then taking pictures of her. This girl's going to therapy because of you. <laughs> no, it needed, needed to be treated. Went, you know there. what she did? She went home and had a shower. <laughs> hey, it got it got some action. It got a couple of retweets and people saying it was the best Twitter post ever, and that was like the day after the Randy Moss post, so it's, you know, I was on yeah. a roll on Twitter. So it's all good till Chris Hassett shows up, Carter. <laughs> so, though I haven't heard of this on glasses, that's, uh, I'm just a camera guy. That's disgusting. That's so sickening. And it's always douchey people that wear sunglasses inside. And that's because they're douchey perverts. <laughs> Carter, you should, wear, me, like, you should wear like a beekeeper body. soup, Car- Carter. It was from my body. <laughs> It's for your buddy. Yeah, I'm just no. taking pervy pictures for my friend. We share them. <laughs> it's even better. We share pervy pictures of girls at bus stops. <laughs> you guys don't have a subway either. Subway flirting's fun. It goes nowhere, but, you know. Well, it goes to your stop, I guess. But Just what, intense, sta- intense staring? No, but there's always, it depends. It depends on the day of the subway, you know. Like it, you it, usually have a guitar with you. Yeah, so, that, that either so. works or it really doesn't. I always find guys on the bus with a guitar are pretty douchey. Yep, I'm that guy. At least I don't take pictures of girls at the bus stop. That's so sickening. (laughs) You disgust me. Does Janelle know about this? Oh, yeah. 
Did she have a good talk to you? No, that is funny because it's her brother I was taking pictures for. <laughs> oh, this is getting sicker by the minute. It was really far away. It was really far oh, away. Oh, that's better. So it's like a voyeur <laughs> kind of thing. It doesn't. It wasn't like it's really a, close. No, it was like a picture of a building and a girl just happened to be there. So. You're sick. <laughs> so while we're on the topic of travel and flying and buses and subways, Brent. We are you both, were at the Winnipeg. Yeah, we were yep. both at the brand new Winnipeg airport. I sent you a message saying good Yeah, luck and I didn't understand why. I was like, what the hell is he talking about? I got they this just, message. Yeah. What did the message say? It was like, just look out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck yeah. at the airport. I was like... Because yeah. I was huh. there at six in the morning and it's just... It was already done. I don't know how the poor... I don't know how the people who work there keep it sane all day. So they built a nice new airport. I think it's nice. If you just oh, it took looks out great. Yeah. It's if a great-looking airport. There's just one problem. You, when you walk in the doors of the airport, the desks, is this what you're thinking? Like, the check-in <laughs> desks, like, you, that should go deep, right? You need room. This place, you walk in the doors, and there's, like, the check-in desks are five feet away. You're already checking in. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, there's, there's no room for lines. Yeah, except there's 5,000 people. Just standing like nowhere. There's no lot. There's no room for a lion Carter. It's an airport, but it's not even. They can't even have like the ropey, wavy lines. It's just yeah, an airport with no room for people, and nobody so works there. Mistake. Apparently, yeah. apparently nobody works. Huh. If you have ten counters, there's three people working them with <laughs> five hundred people waiting. Just what a cool time three people. What time of the day were you there? Early morn. Yeah. So the lines were the lines like out the door. What happens? To uh, it wasn't out the door, but it was like the whole lobby was full. And but this is the best part. They have more people trying to t- show people how to check their own bags yeah. and how to print their own tags when they could just go up to the desk and do it in about two seconds. But they're so convinced on training people. It's like, no, you have to print your own baggage tags. You have to print this. You have to do all this. And like, do you think most people that are flying like really give a sh- like really care about printing? They just want to stand in line, talk to the person, get their boarding pass get their tags, and get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. So there's like 80 people trying to teach old people how to use a printer. And then the printer's like out of ink and like, you know, like it doesn't work. So that's great. Brand new airport, nothing works. Okay, so we're not going to spend our time like actually checking people in. We're going to teach them how to check themselves in. And then when you get to the baggage thing, guess what? You have to tag your own baggage and you have to carry it onto the elevator, that, uh, onto the little ramp that takes the baggage away. So they're like, yeah, here, weigh it. Put your tags on it. Carry it over there and then it goes down the belt. It's like... So what's, like, I don't know what they're trying to do is just train people to do everything themselves so that they it's don't probably the plan. They do not do anything. It's like... So, it's, so they can focus on the more important things, Trevor. Like, like three people standing around looking at a computer because it's not working. <laughs> it takes a, there's like 500 people waiting. There's three people standing in a computer. The worst airport ever. Looks really nice, though. But def- I think they're trying to get everybody to do everything themselves. And it doesn't work because people don't care. When you spend like 500 bucks on a plane ticket, you think you care about like printing your own baggage tag or like having to carry your own luggage, you know? It'd like, be like $510 if you don't, you know? Yeah, well, I'll so. pay the 10 bucks for like actual service. Terrible. I hate that airport. You should have an option when you when you check out online. It'll be like, do you want 
okay, do you want the cheap price? Now, what kind of service do you want? None? Horrible? <laughs> yeah, just that. premium. I just don't know what they're ever going to do because there's no room. Were people yeah, actually no in, room. Were, were people in lines when you got there? Or was it just swarms of people? There was, there, it was, there was as much lines as you could, and then it was just people just standing like a concert. <laughs> lines until it became a concert. Well, what was this, Christmas Eve or something? <laughs> no, this was like January 5th. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I could, could could you imagine like Christmas time? How crazy it'd be. I can't believe uh, you have to go take your own luggage to the belt. <laughs> That's insane. And it's not even close. It's like a hike. It's like why don't you move? There's like this huge gap between the belt and the desks. Now, if they moved that gap and made it smaller, the people could put your baggage on the belt and there'd be more room for people to stand. But instead, they need a 30-foot gap behind the desk and the belt so you can carry your own damn luggage. <laughs> it's, oh. I'll be going there in about two weeks. Someone needs a beating. Make, make sure you guys are telling the truth here. Not leading your listeners astray. How bad is the Winnipeg airport? Here comes some wisdom at gmail.com. But we got the Jets, so who cares? Okay, so to, to open the fourth wall for our listeners, we have a document where we keep all our ideas. So whenever we come up with a good idea, we go write it in there. And so if you look at Brent's, it just says Sophia stories and ongoing. Mine is empty. Well, just new ones from like this week. Oh, Carter, you, when you came up with this idea, you decided to go back and delete <laughs> quickly, all quickly delete of your <laughs> stupid ideas. And I didn't delete mine because I'm a good sport. So, calling you out, Trevor. Oh, thanks, Carter. So, yeah. you're going to make fun of my old ideas. So, we're going to make fun of all Trevor's ideas here. Oh, I hate you. So everything is in point form, and we're going to try to get his his <laughs> take on it. We're going to let him defend himself, see what, what his angle was. And now listen, if you're, if you're listening to this wisdom, and you want any of these segments, you tell me, okay? Yeah, so email we'll us at herecomesomewisdom at gmail.com if, if you want to hear more about <laughs> this is so let's, uh, Brett Michaels. It doesn't say you what. Skipped. Like, you skipped. I know, we're just we're going. You, I'm, you I'm, go I'm, from the top at least. Okay. Give me some credit. You can't just pick the bad okay. ideas. So the first story, <laughs> small town newspapers. It's funny. It's like Janie and Karen went over to Betty's house and had dinner. They had like pierogies and uh, beef. <laughs> like, have you ever read a really, really small newspaper? It's like whose kids are doing what and what they had for dinner. I'm not like, kidding. Smaller than the Dauphin Herald? Yes. I'm talking like Ethelbert Echo. Oh, nice. yeah, Yeah. That's what I was thinking of when I thought of this. I thought it was cute because you like, it's very creepy and pervy you'd actually probably like it you could go outside of people's houses and take pictures of them Carter. okay next okay so you know to, to bring it back to the dolphin herald i tried to do an online subscription on their website <laughs> and uh guess because i was like you know i want to know what's going on dolphin so i i tried to i put all my credit card information and then it's just like a timeout 404 error so i was like oh, well i think they got it still have not received an issue so uh maybe they'd you're like circulations down. I wonder why. Yeah, because nobody can actually order your newspaper. <laughs> wow, okay. that was a bad story. Okay, keep going. <laughs> next, oh, just get it a little over defensive, are we? Okay, next segment idea. Brett Michaels. Okay, that's always that's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> this could go forever. This could talk about my complete love of poison as a child. Yes. This could be him running into a wall at a music awards show. <laughs> this could be him being the worst singer ever in the world. 
Even worse than Anthony Kiedis and Red Hot Chili Peppers? They're tied. They're tied for how bad they are. Oh, I think and how much of a loser he is. And, and how also when you're a child and you think someone's cool and then you realize when you're like an adult that they're like the lamest person in the world. <laughs> Next. Cemeteries. Rural versus city. I love cemeteries. I, I have some observations, but you know, highfalutin cemeteries versus like scary, creepy rural ones. But never mind. I think I have to do this in a funnier voice to make it more funny. What, so. your radio voice? Uh, uh, plastic surgery for Stop each it. of us. Stop it. <laughs> just keep going. Just, just try and get through it instead of making your own story with every single one of them. Plastic hey. surgery for each of us. It would be interesting. I can think of a couple things to do to you, Carter. Then Maybe just a haircut. Haircut to shave. Haircut to shave. That's all you need. You don't need plastic you saw, surgery. You saw me when I was in rough shape there at Boxing Day. Okay, gumball machines and candy machines. Favorites? Come on, everybody's got favorites. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bubble bubble guy, you know? Bubble cake. Those those things are so stale, man. Yeah, but it's fun. I always, I can't walk by one without getting one. I like, everywhere I go, I always have a quarter in case there's a gumball machine. Really? Yeah, pretty much. No, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. This is true. I I am an adult, so I always have a quarter just in case uh, for for uh, shopping at Safeway. You need a quarter for the shopping cart. Brent, what are you going to say? Do you know how much feces is in those <laughs> machines? <laughs> You've got to stop. You've got to stop. <laughs> Little kids put their like, fingers in the opening and then oh, your gumball so rolls true. out. Shut up. I'm eating them. That's the way I am. Don't judge me. Now, this is my favorite. Oh, no. A skateboarder gang on Trevor's Street. What's that about? We talked about that on here. No, we didn't. There's a bunch of like 40 year old men that dress like guys that like skated in like swimming pools in California in the 80s. Good. And they're like Ooh. old and they live in a house and they just jam all day and skateboard up and down the street. The Lords of Dogtown. Yeah, and they have like hair down to their asses. They're so cool. <laughs> There's these crazy old skateboarder dudes. Oh, awesome. I, thought was, I thought it was young kids who No, just no, they're like old school. It's awesome. They just live it hard. Uh, now, this is my favorite segment idea. It is, uh, it's like from episode six. It's called Album Review of Carter from Vegas. And he's the guy that Brent bought an album from. Brent, did you ever listen to that album that Carter? Yeah, didn't put you out? buy a guy's rap album? I yeah. did. I got, I got grifted. It was it's that bad. He said he said he off. Oh, no, or was it like a demo CD? It was a three, four song collection. Okay. Hmm. Do you think he was actually from Toronto, like he said he was, or he just probably knew not. One city in Toronto. I should have. I'll go back sometime. <laughs> He'll get him. Yeah. What's what's the nas- what's the provincial? Don't flag? even start. Next. Okay. <laughs> Terrible eighties band bracket. Okay, now this is uh, a good idea. I would make in research. You would pick. I could research different awesome terrible eighties bands and we could have a bracket of who we think was the best. And not in best and like actually good. I mean in like just the awesomest of lame. <laughs> Next segment is haiku. I liked it. I like doing haikus with you guys. This is good. Oh, I did. Oh, here's one that I like. Maybe an old news or update section. Yeah, this is all Once about a Carter. Month. Reference like, paths to things, but keep short. Kind of reward the listeners. Yeah, well, I guess go, Carter loves this because that's all you do. That your that's podcast all is I do. Carter's segments could be called "Remember When I Said." <laughs> the blackberries and cleanses are cleanse stories. Reducing. I don't even understand what all those things have to do with each other, but Brent and I have had a fair share of juicing experiences <laughs> like steroids 
No, not like ginger root. Like just drinking ginger root. That goes down well. (laughs) And then Trevor was going to have a weekly segment called uh, Eliminating Something from the World Each Week. And this week was snowboarding. Now what else we got? We have... Oh, I wanted to eliminate snowboarding (laughs) from the world. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. And then next is TTT. I will watch the videos and make it and bring it up someday. Maybe. Maybe. What does TTT stand for? The Travis Tritt Trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. (laughs) And what is that? A country music video? We talked about it on the podcast. No, we talked about it in the practice episodes. (laughs) It never made any. So this has been like a year. So we got to do the Travis Tritt Trilogy sometime. See, that's why I left it in here, because I'm not a jerk like you, and I don't erase my good ideas. You'll watch the... If you haven't brought it up in a year, then... You never know, okay? Okay. The next is uh, Bon Jovi Musical. Okay, that's just a great idea. (laughs) It is a good idea. Then Wrestling Musical. (laughs) Yeah, I have lots of musical ideas. (laughs) And then uh, Zelda Comparison for Levi, which I think was episode two or three we've been meaning to get back to. Yeah, we're getting on that, Levi, I swear. So, Levi, we're we're still working on it. Even though there's been like two Zelda games released since we last We're playing them. We're trying to compare them. I know, yeah. We've got to wait until they stop making Zelda games. Carter, I want to hear what you did on New Year's Day. Get out your journal. New Year's Day this year? Brent, this is your idea. What do you want? Yeah, every year. Still, well, it's in the January state of mind, so I want to know what Carter does on New Year's Day. Is <sighs> you guys, I, New uh, Year's Day. I formatted my computer. I only have access to uh, 2011 and 2012. Well, let's hear it. Okay. Come on. What do you do on a New Year's? Oh, I know what I did this New Year's Day. It's rough. Okay, this last year was kind of boring, New Year's Day. It was walk my dog and then watch Saturday Night Live, the Jeff Bridges episode. And then I sorted the podcast folder on my computer. Oh, my. Wow. And you wrote this down? I don't believe that. Happy freaking New Year's. Yeah. Oy. And then this year, 2012, I was sick. (laughs) And then I... That was uh, it? I was sick? No, no. Then I watched the Patriots versus Bills football game. And then I had a bath. And I edited it live. Had a bath? You had a bath? I edited the live podcast in the bath. Now, what? That's gross. How do you so even I, do that? Because I have my iPod and then I write down times where to cut. And stuff okay. Like that. okay. Now, what I'm wondering is you don't write down when you have a shower, but a bath makes the, the journal because it's special. It's yeah. Like, it's, it's, like, it's like girl talk for it's you. Different. Like it's a special time for you. You have a bath. Pretty much. Pretty much. And then Pour a little I, grape uh, juice, you know, bubbles. Do you have a bubble bath, Carter? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> And then I did some recording, some some drums on some new tracks I'm working on. Oh, you play drums? This is just some... <laughs> do you play drums, Trevor? No. Uh, then I watched Community, Rest in Peace, good TV show. And then I read Game of Thrones, the novel. And that was it. So, not too exciting. New Year's Day is a, a day that... But New Year's Eve, you really party it up. Yeah, yeah usually. You, you know, end up on the floor th- puking out red substances <laughs> of your apartment. Well, you drink alone. <laughs> That's why it's uh, short entries, because, you know, I wake up around four. Wait, I wake up around seven, get out of bed around nine. Oh, that was a good reference for me, at least. If anybody else gets that reference, you know, let us know. (laughs) Brent, you don't get it, do you? I don't think so. 
Oh, yeah. First Guns N' Roses reference of the year. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now I do. <laughs> I should. Because that's, that's my working, when I need to get something done on paper. You rock out the Mr. Brownstone. The whole album. Appetite just on loop. You can get like, like that triples productivity. <laughs> That's a good pump up CD. So just doing paperwork. They're out to get me. <laughs> let's just go. On, let's just go I'm on the point. night train. Just go down so the list. Just go. I'm uh, going down the list right now of the songs, <laughs> the track yeah. listing. Yeah. And what so, if we got? What does it start with? Okay. You know it where you off, are. No, it starts off with "Think About Me." You're in the jungle, baby. No, think about you. No, it I'm starts f- off with "Welcome to the Jungle." I know, no, but okay. Here's the don't even try to make your points, though. No, it was like the year 2000. It was a burnt copy, and uh, <laughs> my old CD burner back in the 90s would shuffle the song. So "Think About You" was on twice. And what it was a the terrible first song. intro song. Yeah. Go, Brent. Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> Good start. Yeah, that's gonna get you working. That was my CD alarm clock music for a year or so. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah, well, even with like the loud. street sounds and everything. <laughs> and you got to get up. If it's yep. loud, you've got to get it because it's going to get bad. Every hockey team has that as their power play yeah. song. And it's just, it's just, it's it's what's so, next? What's it's next? so easy. Oh, that's, that's kind right. of like smoothed it out a yeah. bit. Yeah. A lot of Everybody. teeth. Not much, not much mouth open for that one. No, Yeah, okay. Then Night Train. That, like that. If I woke up to Night Train and I would just start drinking, that's exactly what would happen. I can't wake up to that song. It would be a bad, bad day of my life. They're out to get me. That's, that is totally the Hurricanes theme song. <laughs> Every time I hear that song, I think of the Hurricane jumping off the stairs, screaming, suck my ass. Out Mr. to get me. Yeah, good. Then the trilogy of Mr. Brownstone, Paradise City, My Michelle. Oh. <laughs> That's now, Paradise City was always my favorite, but it doesn't hold up as well as other Gunner songs because it's got the, the synthesizer, you know, a bit more. It's not um, just straight rocker. Yeah. So that's the first three in the middle. The second three in the middle goes, think about you, sweet child, and you're crazy. Yeah, that's triple explosion. <laughs> Especially you're crazy. It stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they bring it home. Yeah. Anything goes. Just yep. nice. That's just a nice song. My way over, go. Yeah, good, good. That's job. like a chill song for the that's That's like the that's their down that's like their break. That's yeah. like we need a rest. Let's play anything goes. And you're gonna have to remind me Rocket Queen ends that I don't I'm not familiar. Okay, that's my favorite part of the whole album because the beginning's so like it's all like heavy and stuff and then it has like that epic scary like sad outro it is like a, it's a two-part song this is and i think this is where axel rose's mind began to like fall apart was while he made this song During rocket queen because like every song after that had eight parts and like was like epic and over the top ridiculous so he got he got a feel for the, the the insanity on rocket queen it was a good way to end the album it was like foreshadowing the total mental chaos that was yet to come in his mind but you're telling me this is their first album? That's Oh, yeah, they just had a rough start, you know. That's how it started off? I don't know how anyone could handle that. They that didn't. Coming out Brent, in the, yeah. They didn't handle it at all, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> they did not handle it very well. Are you talking about fans or the band? <laughs> Both. Everything, Both. really. No, nothing handled that. 
I can oh. tell you Barker Elementary School could not <laughs> handle appetite for destruction. I can tell you that much. I can tell you Bus 6 to Valley River could not handle appetite for destruction. Did people no, have... I'm assuming people had tape players on the bus? And oh, yeah. It was a good time. <laughs> Giving tattoos, listening to the Gunners. Bus 6 was, Bus six was in its prime when appetite for destruction was out. <laughs> I always grew up that like Guns N' Roses is like an evil like satanic band and stuff like that. And one of the first times I heard him, I think it was like great. Until nine. your dad bought you some leather pants and made you listen to them. <laughs> it was like great nine, like Trevor being the coach of the volleyball team, <laughs> and he just had the CDs. I was like, this is like this is like blues. This isn't like crazy. At well, all. you thought it was like the uh, like Antichrist. Yeah, like you know, this is the way people talked about him. Oh. I guess Barker School after you guys left, you know, the teachers like we gotta. We gotta brainwash the kids into thinking we gotta, gunners or the anti. We gotta abolish Guns and Roses because yeah. look what it, it was did abolished. Yeah. Yeah. When I was going to catechism in the suburbs, I got in a lot of trouble with the nuns over Guns and Roses. The nuns don't like Guns and Roses. The, the nunners don't get along with the gunners. Nope. So it was a bad. It was a parting of the ways. Yes. That parting it, of the there began sea. my devout. Um. Yeah. Oh well. So Brent, you said you used to wake up to. Uh, to welcome to the jungle. Wake up late and honey, put on your clothes and take your credit card to the liquor store. <laughs> what? That's when I was. Yeah, that was me breaking the the snooze cycle. Okay. <laughs> Not I wake up every morning with my uh, iPod just doing the uh, iPhone ring. The do 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 do. But I think I'm going to change it up here. I saw on the uh, on the iTunes store. The sounds and alerts section. Just get night train for ninety ninety cent ninety nine cents. They have the T Rex roar from Jurassic Park, and I listened to it on my iPod speaker, and it just scared the crap of me how loud and like obnoxious it was. So wait, that's so, a rig toad or a larb toad? Yeah. So you could have so a T Rex screaming at you. Yeah. So I would. Oh, I, w- I really want a listener. I will give them the dollar to buy the thing. Hook their iPod up to a big, big stereo. Just put it right next to their face when they're sleeping, <laughs> and set the alarm for like, for like five a.m. And T Rex like, coming so peaceful and be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know that's like one of the greatest sound effects in cinematic history. It was just like, oh, like I, I think the bed would be soiled. I don't think there's any way you could get around it. You'd be so scared, so alert, just jumping out of bed. Yeah, I would not want to wake up to the sound of a T Rex. Yeah. Just, just huge. Put it through your PA system, Trevor. <laughs> Put it through the mixing board. Yeah, just, just it would kill you. How long until so. I can get my stupid 3D, real 3D room? The fun you could have with like your virtual reality. Like just combine them with 3DS. Like, oh, it's a 3D screen that pops out. Okay, now just turn that into six walls. Like the holodeck. Yeah. Star, Star Trek. Yeah. How long till I get my holodeck? How much fun could you? Alarms for that. T-Rex in your face. A holodeck <laughs> alarm? Yeah, T-Rex in somebody else's face. Oh, surprise. Yeah, I have. Yeah, oh, be like, you, oh, could, like, you could like you'd set alarm up a, bomb your friends. Well, normally your holodeck room would be nothing in it, right? Because everything would be holographic. It'd just be you standing up. But then you'd like put a bed in there and be like, hey, you can come crash at my house. And so they'd be sleeping in the holodeck. You'd have like, you'd make it in the jungle. And then like this T-Rex waking them up in the morning. <laughs> mine would just be the T-1000 just kind of looking at you sideways. <laughs> that would be my nightmare. It's slow and painless when the T-1000, though. It's, it seems very violent with the T-Rex. Yeah, that's true. Violent death. 
it's quick and easy with T1000. Or maybe just a little raptor like looking from behind some shelves. Uh, it seems though that like it's going to be expensive. It'll be unaffordable to to everyone though this hollow deck. So there's only one way we can pay for it: theft. And I've got the app for that. So are you guys familiar with Foursquare, the the iPhone app? Foursquare. Yeah. Where you uh, can check in. So you go to say like Chicken Chef or something, and then you check in, and then it'll say like Carter is that Chicken Chef. Well, you know what that means? Okay, creepy stalker. Carter isn't home. <laughs> so, you oh. can, guys, so I've developed an app called Robbery, <laughs> and it's just Foursquare. <laughs> so all the heavy lifting's been done. So I just follow a lot of people, find out when they're not at home, and I just go like break in and like steal their wallet and their TV and stuff like that. And they'd never suspect it. No one suspects their friend breaking in. Yeah, your friend wouldn't do it. Not no. your Facebook friend. <laughs> not your Foursquare friend. So that's how I'm going to pay for my holodeck robbery. That's a good point. You know when everybody's out of the house. Yeah. You I guys know. go, Carter. When are you going on vacation? <laughs> he already said it's in a couple yes. weeks. Just rewind that, people. Weeks. Carter lives down by the university in Winnipeg. <laughs> um, he's going to be gone on vacation. Yeah, in a but guess weeks. who is not going to be away? The dogs. Oh, your the dogs, dogs are too busy fighting, and <laughs> they'll be so confused. <laughs> they'll they'll take you out. So nothing to rob here. Keep moving. Just my uh, 22-inch CRT TV. Don't take that, please. Carter's yeah. got live. If you like DVDs, <laughs> if you're a DVD collector or a comic collector, Carter's house is the place to rob in two weeks. Place, the place to be if you want to pull. Yeah, we're going to have a little robbery party. <laughs> Just congregate outside. What's your alarm code again? <laughs> oh. It's still... Still uh, not operational. <laughs> uh oh, that's funny. Okay, so I hit the carbon monoxide test button uh, about a couple months ago in my. And you're still waiting for the results. <laughs> and and the alarm went off from the previous owner, and it was the most like deafening noise, like a T Rex in the face. It was just crazy. Like the animals were just screaming because. Would you expect the alarm to not you. be terrifying? But it was so loud, and I couldn't get into the the alarm box to shut it off because it was all locked up and they didn't leave the keys so i took a hammer to it and went smashy smashy <laughs> so it was pretty awesome and then i phone then it still didn't work so i phoned the alarm company and they said you could have just unplugged it <laughs> but no, I, I you smashed it with a hammer <laughs> yeah but it's one of those plugs that you don't never know what that plug is for kind of thing and you didn't really like ever think of it when it's not like an emergency you know so uh i was a little too liberal with the hammer <laughs> let's put it Smashed open the lockbox. Carter the Hammer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, hey, no last names here. I gotta start bleeping. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. Good stuff. I have to go though. <laughs>